What is going on, everybody? No playbook. Now I'm joined by the host of the Sports Cube podcast over on News Channel 15, and we are going to do a mock draft. We got Kyler Gammon, Eli Grimes, and Branson Beard. We have a, a mock draft set up. So I'll have the first pick. Eli will have the second. Kyler will have the third, and Branson will have the last pick. And I did this in an order to where they all get their first round picks. Except for Eli, because he's the no first round pick <laughs> gang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We know. We know what's up. So uh, I'm going to start here. Jacksonville is on the clock, and I think this is a pretty obvious decision. Well, well, real quick, Drew, before we start, who's excited for the NFL seasons, fellas? I mean, the offseason is already in full swing. We've seen some blockbuster trades from everywhere around the league, from the start of the Russell Wilson trade to the Devontae Adams trade. I mean, you name it and everything in between. Our teams have made some moves for sure. Uh, some, you know, Eli, not, not, not trying to pick on you again, but, you know, in the offseason. You know, some teams have made some more moves than others, but, um, but yeah, I'm I'm so excited for the NFL season. I can't wait to get started with you guys. I'm excited for the Miami Dolphins. Honestly, they're going to use Tyreek mm. Hill in the Debo if Tua can get it role. There. I don't I don't think Tua is going to be the problem. I think they're, <laughs> like they're going to use Tua in a or excuse me, they're going to use Tyreek in a Debo Samuel role. I like that. That's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, it should be an interesting interesting development this next season. Yeah. So. With the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars are selecting Aiden Hutchinson uh, out of Michigan. This makes too much sense with them drafting an offensive lineman, or excuse me, signing Brandon Sheriff in the offseason. This makes too much sense. They need a pass rusher to go along Josh Allen, and I think this is a no-brainer for the Jaguars, who can somehow mess it up, but I don't think they will. No, I mean, we've seen a lot of bad Jaguars picks <laughs> in the past, but Aiden Hutchinson, he's coming out of Michigan just like you said, it makes too much sense. He's literally the best available prospect on the board. Immediate playmaker, huge pass rusher. And if you notice, just like as you said, Brandon Sheriff, they're they're paying big money to in the offseason. So they're really just beefing up at the core O-line and D-line. The Jags need to start somewhere. And with Aiden Hutchinson, he could be that immediate Miles Garrett-type playmaker. Yeah, with the with the Jags free agency moves, there are just a lot of moves there that you can, you can almost think it's kind of a question mark move. You know, Christian Kirk, you know, can he perform? All these guys. But with Hutchinson, you're getting a guy who knows he can perform on the spot. Correct. Uh, we're going to go to Eli with the Lions, the divisional foe. Well, you got to look. It's it's really just a case of best playable, best player available, I think. And, you know, for me, I, I, I'm just going to bolster this Lions offense because I don't think they take a quarterback this year. I think, you know, if they did, they would likely choose Malik Willis, and that's been a talk that's been going around lately. But I'm probably going to go – Right wide receiver here and draft Garrett Wilson. Wow. Well, wow. see, that would be a big shocker. And 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 to kind of bounce off of that, Eli, I don't see them drafting Malik Willis. I, I've seen mock drafts where Malik Willis would go high. If anything, which as you see, I've I've got a team coming up later that might need a quarterback. But I just don't even see Malik Willis even dra- being drafted before Kenny Pickett. I think Malik Willis, sure, he's had some great some great throws and really impressed his pro day and, and the combine, whatever. But I just don't see them, especially the Lions. I, I, you know, I see Dan Campbell and, and Jared Goff having a pretty decent relationship with each other from last season. I know it was a rough season, but Lions might be Lions hot take. Lions might be a sleeper team this year, in my opinion. I was thinking the same thing. So I just don't see them starting over and starting and going with the quarterback. So yeah. Garrett Wilson is that immediate play, playmaker to pair with Amon Ross St. Brown. Great pick. And I think for the Lions, it's really the NFC is as weak as it's ever been. I think, in my personal opinion, and. It, it is an offensive league now, and they don't have a bad defense by any means. So I think in a weaker NFC North than it's been, they have a shot to really bolster this offense with DeAndre Swift, TJ Hawkinson, Amon Ra, like you said, and uh, like I said, yeah, the pick that I made, Garrett Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Kyler? Oh, yeah, I forgot. I got I got the uh, – actually, no, wait, wait. I have the fourth pick. I've got the fourth pick, right? See, I, was, I thought I had the same. Okay. So here's the order. We have me – 
Eli, Kyler, and Branton. Oh, well, that's, only, that's the, my fault then. Well, the only reason I have Branton at 20 is because it lines up with the Steelers right. taking it no matter what. Right. So, okay. So yeah, go ahead. You got All right. Houston. Well, uh, Houston, obviously – you know, I, I'm I'm not going to go quarterback here. Uh, obviously, I think that the role of Davis Mills, um, I would say, you know, I think Garrett Wilson's a pretty strong possibility, but he was just taken off the board. So I'm going to go with uh, uh, Sauce Gardner. I'm going I'm going with Sauce Gardner out of out of Cincinnati. Look, Sauce Gardner's dra- draft rise and draft prospect level has just been through the roof lately. Early on, it was kind of a toss-up between Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU and Sauce Gardner out of Cincinnati. And Sauce Gardner, he's, he's according to Jan- Daniel Jeremiah on NFL on NFL.com, he's a tall, long cornerback with elite movement skills and toughness. And that is a piece that the, that the Houston defense has not had in a very long time. Best available player on the board, give me Sauce Gardner to Houston. Yeah, I like that pick specifically because of how lengthy he is. And in that division alone, you've got big guys like A.J. Brown, Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman. That was who I was going to say next, and so I think a good pick. Uh, I don't think he's necessarily as ready to play now, just because of how weak they, pl- how weak their conference is, and how weak the Cincinnati, I guess, overall, you know, schedule was. But I mean, I think he's it's a fantastic pick, and I think he's going to be pretty good for years to come. So, Branton, you have the Almighty Jets. The Jets. You know, with with their free agency, they they were in with the Tyreek Hill news, so they just couldn't get it done. I still think they go receiver here in the first round. I mean, they need that other weapon. They need a, a weapon there for the Jets. So uh, I think if Jameson Williams was healthy, they go with him. But overall, with him having the ACL tear and just not being available, I think they're going to go with Chris Olave there for oh, that's Ohio good pick. State. I think they need a wide receiver. Uh, you know, Sam – not Sam Donald, excuse me. Zach Wilson needs somebody to throw to there for the Jets. And with the, them building up the offensive line in free agency – and last year's draft, they're going to look for some offensive weapons there to pair with the good quarterback running back here that they have built now. And Zach Wilson has a cannon, dude. He does. Like, and he does. I think Jamison Williams would be a fantastic pick. I'm not ruling it out that they don't they take someone else here and then draft Jamison with whatever other pick that they have. Do they have another second round pick? No, they have no, no they, they don't so yeah i i like your opinion yes they Jameson, do yes they do they've got they've got they've got the 10th pick from seattle from right, that from right. that jamal adams trade so yeah i think i think jameson williams would be a key addition to this team any team that has a quarterback with a huge but the acl tear yeah limit well, he looked limit good that. he looked good he's been moving he just had surgery like two months ago and there's a video that came out that he's doing really well but that's a fantastic pick. Two receivers already off the board mm. in the top four picks. Who would have expected? <laughs> Let's see. I have the Giants. And at this point, I think it's just best player available. Uh, I'm going to take Kenneth Pickett. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. I was about to say, you can't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. for a second. I'm going like, no, to take – I think – I think Evan Neal makes too much sense yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Um, their offensive line has been so bad, and if they're going to really try to build around Daniel Jones, there's no. This is the perfect pick for them. I could also see them going uh, Iki Ikwanu. Yep. I think that Evan Neal is just mm-hmm. a better all-around tackle at the moment. And he's from but, Alabama, so he's yeah. so, so he's played that high-end high-end defenses and yeah. high-end competition. Well, Iki Ikwanu, the only thing that I have is he's such a good run blocker, but his pass blocking isn't to the level as Evan Neal, so mm-hmm. it really depends on what Brian Dable wants to do. And with him coming out of Buffalo, they're going to run a pass-heavy offense with uh, 
Kit, oh, Kadarius Tony, yes, who's mm-hmm. going to be back and Stuck. and yeah. uh, I don't know, is Kenny Galladay still alive after this season? I mean, no Giants wide receiver had a single touchdown this year, yeah, so, so I, I mean, I mean, our offensive lineman Lane Johnson had had more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay this season, so I mean, we'll we'll see if we'll see if he's alive. No, I'm just kidding. It's just because you know the Giants are a division opponent, <laughs> but always always good fun. All right, that is going to bring Eli on the board with the Carolina Panthers. See, this this is a very tough team because I feel like they do have pieces set in place at certain positions, but Sam Darnold is not the answer for that team. I think I know I where you're going he, with this. He had the chance, you know, he was in he was in with the Jets for a while and like I I don't think he's as bad as I think he is. He got a shot with the Panthers and he didn't didn't produce, so I'm I'm going Malik Willis to Carolina. Wow, Malik Willis before Kenny Pickett, which makes sense. You know, makes sense uh, in all accounts. Malik Willis is draft stock has definitely risen. The only question is, is he's from Liberty, and how much how much has how much competition has he really seen in college? He's a very very raw out and raw prospect, but certainly kind of that Camp Newton esque type player. Maybe not on that type of level as far as first over pick guaranteed a couple years ago in 2011, but s- certainly. You 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 certainly you certainly see traits of Cam Newton and Malik Willis. And they were they were in that that Deshaun Watson race for the longest time. So you saw what they were trying to do with that offense they have in place with the receivers like DJ Moore. Don't forget McCaffrey. McCaffrey hasn't died. He's he's you know no, he's, he's got, got he's injured. He's got so much. He's injured a lot, but he's still that talented athlete. So I think this is just the move that makes the most sense for them. So my question is is with Matt Rule's job being on the line, and I think Malik Willis is going to be the better overall quarterback. Is Kenny Pickett a pick that could be in talks just because I think Kenny Pickett's a better day one starter? But as far as the future goes, I think Malik Willis is going to do it. So to save his job, save their job, do the Panthers go in a different direction as far as a Kenny Pickett? I like the pick. I think they will take Malik Willis. But this is what I've been thinking about is because they are – you know, Matt Rule is on the hot seat. The GM, who I have no idea who it is, he's on the hot seat. Just because of how bad they've been, that Sam Darnold trade is not looking very good. So I think I like the pick. I like Malik Willis. I think he's going to be, if you can get him under the right quarterback, and who knows, maybe they make a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and they still can obtain this pick and you have well, what's going on in the 49ers. But I think Malik Willis makes sense. But could Kenny Pickett go in this spot too? Well, here's the deal. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to have Darnold, right? I mean, Darnold, Darnold's already on the roster, and so they're also taking his contract with that as well. Now his contract isn't anything spectacular by any means, but I mean you've also spent what was it like a like a second round pick, right? Was it a second yeah, round pick for Darnold? Something like that. It was a high pick. Yeah. So they've they've quote unquote to an extent invested in Darnold. So to I mean to an extent, I mean it's not a guy that Willis probably would want to. I guess sit behind. I guess is Darnold because he he's not he he's not he's not a Rodgers. He's not a Brady. You know all those top tier. He's not even a Wilson. So he's not even like those top tier players by any stretch of the any stretch of the sense. But that argument of Kenny Pickett, I think I think it's certainly there. I think it's kind of a coin flip. But I think just with Willis being able to scramble and you and you have the speed of DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and and McCaffrey with Willis, I mean that's a dangerous combo. And I think he just fits perfectly better in and Carolina. He has a cannon. Mm-hmm, absolutely. We saw that at, at his pro day and even the combine. He really turned some heads at the combine this year. All right, Giants on the board. Kyler, who you got? Uh, so we're back to the Giants again, and they took um, they took Evan Neal, or Drew took Evan Neal, which makes perfect sense. Um, I think that they'll go um, defense here, and Kyle Hamilton had a at an at a Notre Dame, I think Kyle Hamilton, he he's had some questions um, as far as I guess I guess his speed. Um, that's 
that, that's kind of his biggest concern. But I mean, he's six foot four for I mean for a safety, and he's very very versatile. You know, he he can he, he can play free safety. He can play uh, slot corner. You know, he's very very versatile. He kind of reminds me probably not on the same level, but th- the player that comes to mind whenever I think of him is Malcolm Jenkins because Malcolm Jenkins whenever he, whenever he played with the Eagles, he could play in the slot corner spot and mix around at the safety spot. So Kyle Hamilton, best player. Best player, best player available on the board, and certainly a piece that the Giants definitely need. I think this best player in the draft. There was a lot of speculation that Kyle Hamilton is going to be the best player out of this draft class, specifically on his build. And he played at Notre Dame, so mm-hmm. they do play tougher competition. And he look, he is so fantastic. Like you said, the speed is kind of questionable, but I think that you could, he could go anywhere. I think from four to whenever he goes, and you have him taking or the Giants taking him, which I think is a fantastic pick. Mm-hmm. All right, Branson. Yeah, you see, I was going to have uh, the Falcons here with the eighth pick take Kyle Hamilton if he was available. He's not available <laughs> anymore, so we're going to turn turn the corner here. And the pan- excuse me, the Falcons, they're just in a mess with everything right now. They, they trade away their franchise guy. They signed Marcus Mariota to be their new franchise guy, which who the heck knows how that's going to go for them. I mean, Marcus Mariota has been that guy for Tennessee. He was the guy for two years, and then he sent behind uh, man Derek Carr now. It's, you don't know what... Mark Smart is going to look like. So I have them taking Drake London, uh, the wide receiver out of USC. I mean, the Falcons had their guy in Julio Jones. Now he's gone. They had their guy in Calvin Ridley. Well, he's suspended and most likely gone after that. We figured he's going to be gone anyway. And they have Kyle Pitts there, but who's their other weapon along with Kyle Pitts? I think they got to add a weapon. They have to have more receivers, and I think they're going to get a piece here to help out their offense and try to get Mark Smart to not have to hold the ball the whole time. Listen, you guys are making this really boring for me, okay? <laughs> you guys are taking all these good-ass pieces. I, I have to go best player available. I got the Seahawks. They're up next. Um, they're a complete. Could, could go quarterback. Could go quarterback. I would literally drive to Seattle and smack hey. Carroll in the face. <laughs> well, this may, are, you, are you a Drew Lock believer, Drew? I'm not a Drew Lock believer. I'm just a, this team is so bad that you have to be a Drew Lock believer. Yeah. Unless you're going to take, you know, a flyer on, uh, I know we were talking about that kid from Nevada. What's his name? Carson Strong. Carson Strong. But he's, that's, 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 that's a stretch. I mean, well, that's, no, no, no. That, I'm not saying here, stretch. but I'm saying later in the draft. Oh, but, yeah, I got you. I got you. Iki Aquanu still on the board. Their offensive line has been terrible. They haven't re-signed Dwayne Brown. He's a fantastic run blocker. They're going to have to rely on Chris Carson or Rashad Penny or whoever the hell their running back is whenever they're healthy. <laughs> so I think Ike Akonu makes too much sense. Best player available. And, yeah, back-to-back offensive line picks because you guys are just freaking taking <laughs> position players everywhere. Oh, man. So with the 11th pick now, it is the Jets pick, which is hilarious because they got that pick from Seattle from that Jamal Adams trade a couple of years ago, which, you know, who won that trade? Who knows? Uh, but. So I have a quick question, Kyler. Uh, did you pass, like, first grade? Can you count? <laughs> <laughs> because we're on pick 10. Oh, yeah, that, that is right. That is right. That is right. That is right. I did thought, I, thought did I say eleven? Was mixed up <laughs> did I say eleven? <laughs> okay, well, okay. So I, I, I'm picking on the eleventh pick. So I, I just, yeah, I just yeah, got yeah, confused. Yeah. I just did, got confused. I'm not the, I'm not the brightest. I'm not the brightest guy. Like. Uh, it's the Jets. What can we do with them? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So we are on the tenth pick with the Jets. That's, that's yeah. correct. Correct. Okay. Yes, we are. Gotcha. Okay. So I mean, Jets. What? What even to say about the Jets? Like, they Zach, see Will, is Zach Wilson the guy? I think, obviously, he's going to have to develop. I think he's very a raw talent. 
Oh. I'm probably just going to have to go edge rusher here because I think that's the most the move that makes the most sense at this stage in the draft. Pick 10. The best edge rusher available, probably Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, Kayvon yeah. Thibodeau falling to 10 after um, a lot of, I mean, early on, the way too early, I guess, mock draft, if you want to call it. Kayvon Thibodeau was... Yeah, he was in the top five. I mean, he was probably top three. Yeah, I've mean, seen mock drafts taking him one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so earlier on in the year, he was considered. But I guess there's team. been some issues, some some even off the field questions. Well, he's and, just. I've heard that he just he's his motor. That's what the real mm-hmm. question is that he doesn't have the the ability to work hard. Or not, I'm not saying that, but he's been questioned on his motor. And for a guy that uses raw athleticism to win on all of his, you know, uh, block shedding, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just rely on that all the time. You have to develop more of an arsenal of just everything else. Mm-hmm. Right? I feel bad. I feel like I'm hogging the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're, we're, on, we're on 11 now, right, Kyler? So it should be me. Yeah, it should be me, correct? <laughs> okay. With the 11th pick, the Washington Commanders. The Washington Commanders, still a poverty what franchise. A still poverty franchise. Uh, they're taking Kenny Pickett. They're taking Kenny Pickett. That's my pick. I think, you know, they've been really eyeing the quarterbacks. I know that they traded for Carson Wentz, but I just... It's, it's definitely I just, not the long-term solution. I just don't see it as a long-term solution. You know, I, I could be wrong, but Kenny Pickett is obviously not a— All these quarterbacks in the in these draft, by the way, this this is not a strong quarterback class by any means, but it's the clear top two are Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis, and I just see I just see Kenny Pickett going there. You know, I don't—and and I don't really see Washington backing down from that. I think that they have some good pieces in Terry McLaurin and Jonathan Allen and obviously Chase Young, who's coming back from that ACL tear. Who knows? Somebody else might tear their ACL on that, on that football field. You never know. Um, but, yeah, I just I, I just think the move makes kind of too much sense. Uh, yeah, knock on wood because we play <laughs> we, we play Washington two times a year. Um, so, yeah, I just I just see Kenny Pickett going there and, and fitting under Ron Rivera's system. So the next pick up, number 12. 12 now, yeah. That is me. Who's up? Should, should be okay. Should there be you me. go. I was just making sure. Yeah, we got the Vikings coming up now, and really, this this is a draft that we knew coming in was going to be the the best position in this draft is edge rusher. I mean, you see the talent skill up and down the board, and now sitting here at twelve, and you have a guy like Trayvon Walker still available. I think the Vikings have to go defensive minded here. I mean, their offense looks stacked. You have Justin Jefferson. You have a running back committee. You have quarterback of Kirk Cousins. The defense is where you need to start building. Absolutely. And, and they just signed Zedarius Smith. And I, who knows if he actually signed the contract because we thought he signed in Baltimore. But <laughs> we, you never know. I think they're going to go with Trayvon Walker here, the defensive end out of Georgia. I think it's a good pick for the Vikings. Build up that defense. The secondary looks okay. Get the D-line built up and get, get ready to be in a division to where now you have the chance to kind of compete for it since the Packers are going down, the Bears are on the come up, and the Lions are the Lions. Okay, well, the Lions are the Lions, okay, but, you know, I can't... I- I can't, I can't, I can't harp on the Lions too much. They've had, they've, they've had enough misery, but, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm wrong fellas, they let Michael Pierce go, right? That defensive tackle for Minnesota, Michael Pierce? Yeah, I think he just signed so. with Baltimore. Michael Pierce did? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay, so, obviously, that was a pretty big piece for the defensive line, for the... For the Vikings for so many years, Anthony Barr can never stay healthy. By the way, that's another piece that was that's been good, but just haven't stayed healthy. Daniel Hunter, um, that's also another name too. But Trayvon Walker, dude, ran a absolute sick forty. I, I don't know, I can't remember off the top of my head, but that was forty time was unbelievable for like a six foot six, six foot seven, three hundred pound D lineman. That was that was impressive to watch. And just like as Brand said, you know they're really they're really taking best player available, which a lot of teams are. But this 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 draft class is so loaded with just best best player available type status. And I think Trayvon Walker just certainly fits the bill for the Vikings. Yeah, I think Trayvon Walker and I think this is 
one A, one B here. Trayvon Walker and George Karloff just makes mm-hmm. the most sense at that that pick for the Vikings. <clears throat> All right, so I'm up with you, and I'd take Branson's thing because I don't even remember who's on the board. And then I look, <laughs> and Jermaine Johnson out of Florida State is still on the board. Houston needs everything that they can get, and I think best player available as far as – man, listen, this guy has jumped up the board. Okay, whenever yeah. I first yes. started looking into this, he was projected sec- or excuse me, second-round pick, and mm-hmm. he's already in top – what are we, 13? So top 15 pick. Mm-hmm. He is a stud out of Florida He had State. a tremendous combine. He did, and he is fantastic. And I'm super excited to see what he does in a Texan uniform. Jermaine Johnson. I like it. I like, I like that pick. pick. I like that pick. Obviously, uh, my uncle is a big-time Florida State fan, so I've, I've – you know, like for example, whenever Jameis Winston was a freshman and he won the national championship that year, you know, I, I kind of had a sense of, you know, I, th- I think Jameis Winston is still could be a good quarter, good quarterback in the NFL. Now, you know, I don't know if that's if he's number one pick overall worthy. You know, looking back, but you know, so I, I kind of have a sense for Florida State players and and who's great. And my uncle said that this guy is an absolute stud and he wreaks havoc on the D line, and that's exactly what Houston needs for that defense. All right, we got Eli with Baltimore. Uh, you see, I think this is an easy pick for Baltimore. When you think Baltimore Ravens, you do not think wide receivers. That's, that's nope. just, they do not have a strong history of wide receiver, and I think it's a good time to start. They're probably going to take Traylon Burks. I think it would be Jameson Williams if he were still available at this point, but the injury is just still too much for any team to take this high. I'm, I'm going Traylon Burks. There's, it's a very deep wide receiver class. I think this is the, the best wide receiver still available. I love Traylon Burks. I was talking to you guys about it. He is my top wide receiver. I think he is just fantastic. He reminds me a lot of A.J. Brown. He is a big body. You just throw it up there. You let him go get it. He's got – that's who he reminds me of. He's he's big. He's muscular. He's not Drake London tall, but he's also bigger than Drake London. I think he is a top, you know, two or three receiver in this class, and I, I love the pick. I think it's fantastic. They it, need receivers so bad. They absolutely do because you, you look at that team, and Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, is he's not – a wide receiver one. He never has been. He was not going into the draft His in his draft class. He was not a wide receiver one. Never was. Their, their main target is Mark Andrews, who is a great athlete, don't get me wrong, but they need that guy. They need to build weapons around the mark. Also Lamar Jackson. Mark and throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a different argument to be had there. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic pick. Uh, I was really hoping uh, you wouldn't go secondary here because their secondary was really bad last year, but they had Marcus Peters miss the whole year. Yep. Uh, Marlon Humphrey only played like 12 games, and then Jimmy Smith only played 10. So their season was injury riddled, and yes, they were still they still won what almost nine, eight, nine games, something like uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I think they eight finished games. eight. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they're gonna be fantastic, especially Traylon Burks. Is anything is half as, is better than Hollywood Brown. So it should be the Eagles, Looking right? Double checking now. The 15th <laughs> pick. Okay. So I'm gonna. I'm going to be on here because obviously I'm a huge Eagles fan. And so we, we have three first-round picks this year. You know, it's amazing. Game a gold star. <laughs> yeah, you know, Howie Roseman does something great every once in a while. Um, so with the 15th pick, if I'm Howie Roseman, and especially because the, the 15th and 16th pick are, are kind of not on a lot of uh, mock drafts for the Eagles, so to speak. But 
if this player is on the board for the for the Eagles, especially at pick 15, George Karloftis out of Purdue. Give me George Karloftis to Purdue. I know he only had about four and a half sacks technically as a senior at Purdue, or I believe he's a junior, not, not a senior, but the dude is just a absolute menace at rushing the passer. And I think the Eagles signing Hassan Reddick this year uh, in free agency was massive for the Eagles. And pairing him with, with Hassan Reddick on the other side, Oh my Lord have mercy as an Eagles fan. Give me that immediately, if not sooner. And so now we, we have the 16 pick. And obviously, um, as of currently today, which is uh, March 30th, we have not signed, the Eagles have not signed a big-time veteran wide receiver, which is what I wanted to pair with Devontae Smith. And so if they do not do that, and, and well, when I say veteran, I mean big-time guy, not Zach Pascal. So... Uh yeah, I'm I'm a little, I'm a little <laughs> upset about that if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> so, looking at this and and with how the receivers have fell currently in our mock draft, I'm gonna take a chance and I say we take Jameson Williams. I know it's I know yeah, it's Alabama, boys. I know exactly. I I know it's a big time stretch and I know he tore his ACL. And honestly, as an Eagles fan, I wouldn't be stoked about this if it really happened. Come down to it because. Unless Eli would, if Eli wouldn't have taken him, I would have. My prediction was Traylon Burks out of out of. Um, shoot, I just had Arkansas. A, Arkansas, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Ar- There's yeah, I appreciate it's Arkansas. Arkansas. It's Arkansas. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't think of it off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I, I would have loved Traylon Burks personally if if, if 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 we're talking real life. But with how this draft has fell and Tra- and Tra- Traylon Burks taken by Baltimore, I say we just take Jamison Williams and we beef him up with Devontae Smith. I th- I think ACL injuries in in the league today are nowhere near as massive as they used to be, and the recovery time has just accelerated. And you, you've already seen, Drew mentioned it earlier, we've already seen videos of Jameson Williams running around. He seems all right. He seems like he's going to be ready in time for the draft. So but I, I, I mean, think, it's I think it's a great I think it's a great pick. He's obviously the best wide receiver available. I believe he's six foot two, and yeah. just just having that frame alone because there's another receiver on the board. He's out of Penn State. I'm gonna Jahan pull him Dotson. up. He's yeah, Jahan Dotson. That's a sleeper pick there. And I was gonna I was gonna originally pick him to the Eagles, but he's he's like five nine. He's he, he, well, he's five eleven on here from on this on the circle by Sports Illustrated, and I just. For the Eagles, they just need that big, tall, yep. that big-time guy to pair with Devontae. And I just don't really want to have another Jalen Rager-type-esque pick and let's take a little slot, slot receiver who doesn't do anything in the league and take Dotson. So I'm just taking uh, Jamison Williams and, and taking the chance and see how he produces. I like it. Yeah, I like both the picks. Uh, I'm really big on George Karloffkis. I think he's going to be a freaking stud. Uh, I hope so. Williams pick, um, do you, what do you think they do? Because... You're seeing this trend in the NFL now, where you're speeding your seat, you're seeing your speedy guys play more of a running back role. Do you think that the Eagles allegedly, you know, well, whenever he gets more comfortable, allegedly or not allegedly, they move him into that more Debo Samuel, what we're going to see with Tyree Kill this year? And do you think James or excuse me, Jalen Hurts has the arm to get it to him because he's a big speed guy. He's mm-hmm. outrunning the defense and he's doing all these things, and that's really the bread and butter of. You know, oh, the Alabama Jameson offense. Williams. Um, well, here, here's the deal. I'll tell you. I'll tell you two things. The first thing is, is this is this is how this is our mock draft and how it's going. If I had to pick of what Howie Rosen will do on draft night, if this was his scenario right here of our draft, he'd probably take Dotson. He'd he'd probably take Dotson out of Penn State and kind of go with that Pennsylvania type esque move and try to be all cute and smart, which I don't, which I don't really care for it. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is that. You're talking about Jalen Hurts' arm and getting it to him. 
This past season, Jalen Hurts completed a 91-yard pass to Quez Watkins down the right sideline. And Quez Watkins is a fast, fast dude. And he's also like six foot. So, you know, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But to me, and, and also Jalen Hurts has missed some throws to some fast guys like Quez Watkins. But... He's still in year two. He's I mean, technically, year, he's year, he's in his second year. As a starter, but he, this is yeah. his third year in yeah. the season. So, so I, I, I see both accounts, but I've also seen watching the Eagles games every year that Hurts can get it to those fast guys if he if if he needs it to. Now it's a question on can he get it to him every time, but he can at least get it there and 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 have the receivers have that rack ability to get some yards after the catch. I was really hoping that he'd be available for the Chargers because I think mm-hmm. with him and Justin Herbert, that speed guy, that would be nasty. Havoc, dude. You well, see see for the Chargers though, I think their offense is built. Their their offense looks good with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Especially with re-signing Mike Williams. That yes, was a yeah. big time piece. That, that signing was very good for the Chargers there. Now you can look at the Chargers, they built a defense. I mean you look at JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, Khalil Mack, I know that kinda hurts your heart there, Eli. Had to be done. But Sebastian Joseph Day, he signed yes. from they signed yep. from the Rams and oh, yeah. they were so bad in the run game, like super terrible. Like they were I think the worst in the league in running the ball on. So So yeah, I I, I think the Chargers are still gonna continue to kind of build this defense and get a middle linebacker. I'm gonna have him going since he's still on the board. Devin Lloyd, the senior at Utah. They got to get that middle linebacking core built. They have the secondary. They have the outside linebackers, the D line, but they got to get that middle linebacking core built up. And I think that this will be a huge part of that because you know with the AFC West now, it's there's not going to be a lot of running the ball. It's going to be passing game, and the the uh, Chargers are going to have to play the Chiefs twice a year. And now that the Chiefs got rid of Tyree Kill, T- Travis Kelsey's at that number one target. And you got to have a middle linebacker who's going to be able to cover. you got to have a middle linebacker with some speed. And I think Lloyd's going to give you all those. I like the pick, honestly. I, I, I probably would have taken a wide receiver, but you make a great point in Travis Kelsey being played twice a year. He is that middle-of-the-field middle, middle of the field guy, and you mm-hmm. saw that against every single game they played against the Chargers this year. Down the middle, Travis Kelsey was always open, so I, oh, yeah. I really like that pick. I mean, pick. He's, a, he's an instinct zone dropper. Yeah. He's always he's always going to know where to drop. He's your, he's your great defensive uh, body there in the middle of the field. Yeah. And that's with them drafting Kenneth Walker last year, too. And exactly. And if it turns out to be anything, then they've got their middle linebacker set. Absolutely. So I think that's a fantastic pick. But, yeah, I think if the Chargers can get a, like, Deshaun Jackson-esque, like, you just oh, literally— Oh, Deshaun Jackson. You literally my just Eagles sit heart, that man on a my, go route every time, dude. My Eagles, just heart, just, it up my Eagles heart just jumped for joy whenever you said Deshaun Jackson. But yeah, so it's like you have Keenan Allen who's going to run your routes— yeah, Mike Williams is going to catch every 50-50 ball. You literally are just missing that speed guy. Mm-hmm. And this takes this whole offense to a whole another level because you're either going to get routed up by Keenan, you're going to get dunked on basically by Mike Williams, or you're going to get beat by whoever they decide to pick up. And I think, and you get a reliable tight end and Jared Cook. Yeah, and I think, you know, the, like you said, the defense is really the one thing that they're missing and that them playing, you know, and you're not even including Darren Waller in there who's the oh, top. Yeah five tight end and then I'm sure they're going to play the Ravens at some point just because of how stacked the AFC is so I think it's a fantastic pick and then so we have I think it's Eli well you see with the news of uh, Malcolm Jenkins retiring I think this pick probably makes the most sense you know he was a safety but I'm not too high on safeties in this draft class so I'm probably just going to take Best corner available, Derek Stingley Jr. I think. Oh, probably. <laughs> dang it! I think this is the best, the most, the pick that makes the most sense for the Saints. They're they're in a tough situation offensively, but you you can't have two problems at once if you're the Saints. So I think just keep that defense you've got, 
uh, and give Tom Brady all the trouble you can as he's returning this year. So I think defense is the way to go. Especially with a new defensive coach, I think that's a fantastic pick just because of how, you know, like you said, they, Sean Payton just retired and they have a de- defensive head coach. So I think anything defense is going to help anything. Malcolm Jenkins is going to be missed severely. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I think if Michael Thomas can come back and return to form, this is that's probably not a wide receiver is probably not the best pick for the Saints, but time will tell what they do. I mean, Michael Thomas is that whole deal is just up in the air. Nobody knows what's going to happen with that. Yeah. But whenever he is healthy, he's a good 120 catches kind of guy. Absolutely. And you can call him Slain Boy all you want, but that man is getting paid you know to do is. what he does best. Yep. 100%. Oh, so obviously the Eagles have the 19th pick, and I was literally, literally, Eli, going to take Derek Stingley because, man, that would be a massive addition for the Eagles. Um, So Eagles could go uh, different ways um, with me already picking Carl Loftus and Jamison Williams. So So they have an edge rusher and receiver. Now you're looking at, again, probably a middle linebacker again, or corner, and I say not middle linebacker, and I know some Eagles fans might be upset about this, about not getting N'Kobe Dean from Georgia, who's a playmaker, but we have to remember, the Eagles, um, this past weekend, signed Kazir White from, from, from L.A., that was and, steal, that, by the way. and that was a absolute steal. I think he's a underrated, a goodwill-type, Miles Jack-type of player, and he definitely gets the job done as far as the middle linebacker spot. I mean, he had 144 combined tackles last year and two interceptions, both of which were on Lamar Jackson, by the way, go figure. Um, so he... I think I think he'll be our I think he will be our middle linebacker one and I'm perfectly content with that so I don't really want to draft a guy and hopefully pay Kazir White winner you know down the line after this year so with that being said we need corner bad uh, letting Steven Nelson go after that one year deal after bringing in with Darius Slay um, they definitely need corner or safety um, but looking at best available and with Derek Stingley being gone I'm gonna take Trent McDuffie out of Washington uh, the only thing I'm not too high on is that he's 511 he reminds me of Avante Maddox our slot corner who's also from Washington so that Washington kind of connection there um, which Avante Max has been really really good for the Eagles as well this past season but um, I, I'll take Trent, as, Trent McDuffie and kind of take that talent over size aspect and, t- and take that chance and put him on the outside and see and see what plays he can make. Yeah, that's I, I think you nailed it there with, with the corner. You guys got to get another corner since Steven Nelson's walked. Uh, but that's that's bringing us to 20 here. And Brant has been waiting. He's, <laughs> He's been, been waiting. waiting. Prepping, preparing. He has got this pick circled. He's got All right, 20th pick in the draft this year for my Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Tomlin has a man crush with Malik Willis. Obviously, Eli took him to the Panthers. Early. <laughs> early, early. Which I, I could definitely see happening. I yeah. mean, Malik Willis is showing to be that playmaker in a very bleak QB class that we have this year. So I think if you're going to get a quarterback, you're going to get Malik Willis. Uh, with all that being said, at this time, we don't know if Stephon is going to be back this year. They're hopeful, but nobody knows for sure. Which there's a lot of stuff going on for him, so you got you got to feel for him. Tyson Lulu has maybe two years left in him. He has, only has one more on his contract. The D line is looking kind of bleak. Uh, so all that being said, if we don't and, and all this, if we also don't sign a strong safety, you got to draft safety because Edmonds is a free agent still, and we don't know what's going to happen there. But personally, if I was going to choose, I'm thinking the Steelers going to take Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle from Georgia. He's six mm. three. 315, he fits the bill for the 4-3 defense that the Steelers run. So they need a guy that's going to be able to plug the holes in the middle. We were 32nd against the run this year. That can't happen for a Pittsburgh Steelers defense, which is to run the ball and stop the run. They're wanting to change that. 
And I think getting a guy like this is definitely going to help with the size, with the speed that he has, and the versatility that he has there from the defensive line. He's just a guy that you want to see in the middle of that defense to pair up with Cam Hayward and T.J. Watt on the outside. I'd, I'd have to totally agree with that pick. I might have gone offensive lineman, but, you know, likely you guys might take a quarterback next year, which is arguably, not so arguably, a way better draft class than this yes. current with C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. But, yeah, I, I like the pick, and it makes total sense. I mean, you're the Steelers fan. You know what your team needs the most. So With with us going out and signing two top-tier offensive linemen in the free agent market, I did forget I, about I that. Thi- I think that kind of puts the drafting O-line in the first yeah. round to bed. We're definitely going to draft an O-lineman. I have no doubt about that. But the offensive line seems kind of set what they are right now yeah. with Dan Moore having another year under his belt, Chuck's coming back, and then you got the two free agent signings for the uh, center and right guard. And then left guard, of course, is still Kevin Dotson. So he'll, he'll be coming back from injury. Just need to beef up that D-line, and I'm sure they'll take an offensive lineman later on the draft. Yep. I like it. So one thing to note, um, Drew, I've, I've noticed this while just kind of going through and, and, um, and just kind of looking at all the prospects that's been picked. Um, Jordan Davis, the Georgia defensive tackle, who is probably regarded as going to be one of the a top defensive tackle, which is interesting that Brandon took the other de- the Georgia defense tackle. Um, he's still on the board, and also Nakobe Dean, the Georgia linebacker, is still on the board. So, two top Georgia guys that are still on the board that could potentially be picked here in the coming picks. Yeah, I knew. I I guess I forgot about Nakobe Dean. Um, I think he is the best linebacker in this draft. Uh, I think he's a stud. And I was really looking forward to taking a cornerback for the Patriots just because they lost J.C. Jackson. Um, but there's no one available. After McDuffie. Could, yeah, you you know. Um, Sauce Gardner's off the board. Stingley. And, yeah, Stingley. Eli took, and then you took Chet McDuffie. So you're reaching for a position you can get later on in the draft. And Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. you know. He's smart. He won't do that. Yeah. Um, I don't think Jordan... I could see them going, I guess, pass rush, but I would really think that Nakobe Dean makes too much sense. He is fairly undersized. He is like six foot ish, but he is got a playmaker. He is got every other skill. Like if you, I guarantee you, if you make him average linebacker height, which is what six four, six five, six three, somewhere mm-hmm. in that range, that sounds about right. That dude would be a top fifteen pick, top ten pick, easily. without a doubt. He is so good. Um, and the fact that they would even fall to twenty one to New England, I mean, that's a dream come true for Bill for Bill Belichick in that defense. I mean, his eyes would probably light up at that draft card saying, Take this card immediately. Draft well, and this it's, guy. It's also gonna help whoever their defensive coordinator is because Belichick's taking over offensive coordinator roles next year. So I don't know who they signed. I think Matt Patricia's in the works. I don't I know. wouldn't go that route though. So I but wouldn't. I mean, if you're gonna turn over what you know best why not set the person up for success? I don't know what they're going to do with Dante Hightower. Now he's got to be getting up there in age. Oh yeah. And so I think you know, one of the best players available, whoever you rate it, uh, this could easily be Jordan Davis or a receiver, if that. But I think Nicobe Dean makes too much sense. Jahan Dotson, I thought of too, mm-hmm. just because he can do everything. And Mac Jones doesn't have the strongest of arms, but he's got it to where you know he's going to hit you. You know, he's like that Michael Thomas type of guy. So. Yeah, I'm going to go N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia. So that leaves up Eli. Oof. Yeah, you put me with the team up north. (laughs) (laughs) Green Bay Packers. As much as this pains me to say the pick that that makes the most sense for the queen up there, uh, Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, is wide receiver George Pickens out of Georgia. He's 
he's the most, how do you say, Devontae Adams-esque receiver in this draft class, I think. Just the big body guy that can go up, great route runner, can go up and catch the ball. I, like I said, it, it absolutely pains me because this is probably one of my top draft targets. We don't have a first-round pick this year, does Chicago, but they're probably going to go George Pickens. It's It's tough. But at the same point, this is what I think they're going to pick. No, this is what I think, if I were a Green Bay fan, is what they should pick. But they have a history of taking bad first-round picks. So so do the Eagles. <laughs> I, I think George Pickens makes the most sense. I don't think that's the route they're going to go, but I'd go George Pickens. So what if DK becomes available? Uh, get Harry Roseman, get on the phone immediately, please. <laughs> because I've seen a, a report, or not a report, but a PFF kind of simulator where the Eagles, they trade pick 19 to the Seahawks for DK Metcalf. Do you think that's enough? I don't. I, I would at least want at least here's probably, a, I want 15 and 16 or 19 and like a second. Here's the deal, and I'll even still say this to this day, which we still got a lot of time till the draft till the draft happens. But as an Eagles fan, and I've said it this whole offseason, I don't see us when it comes to draft night picking with three first-round picks. I don't. I think at some point, we'll move on from one of them. Now, what that's for, I have no idea. I, it could be, it could be corner, it could be edge rusher again. You know, defense in general, I don't know, or it could be receiver. You know, but at the end of the day, I just don't see the Eagles picking with with three of those first round picks. I think that they know that first round picks are so highly valuable, and they can get a highly valuable player with one of those highly valuable draft picks. So, if DK is not available, who's next? Well. Um, I'm trying to think of some top free agent receivers that are still out there. Um, because in this situation or in this scenario, maybe uh, maybe go. Devontae maybe Devontae Parker from from Miami. Um, but yeah, I don't see us giving a first round pick yeah, for him. I wouldn't give a first round. Well, pick he's a free agent. Parker. They released him. Devontae Parker's no, he's, he's, still he's still on there. He's still, he's still on the roster. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. He is. Am I tripping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, you I are. I swore that they released <laughs> that man. No. No. But <laughs> as for Green Bay, I, I think they would trade picks in a heartbeat for DK Metcalf, but it's really a matter of how interested is DK Metcalf well, in going anywhere. And also, too, one thing to note about DK, if we're talking DK specifically, is he's on a contract year, yeah. and they're going to have to pay him. Absolutely. And you think you think Green Bay has enough money to pay him? Absolutely not. But so, do you think the Seahawks are also going to pay him with – you know, them going in a rebuilding mode. Yeah. You can't be paying your wide receiver one top yeah. dollar money. Yeah. He's worth it. He has been a pro bowler. He has been a bridge kind of 1,000-yard receiver. He's been an absolute stud. Uh, he's he's a playmaker. Jalen Ramsey's son. But uh, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> I think if they trade, you know, 16 or pick 19, you know, you still got have guys like Devontae Wyatt, Nokobe Dean, uh, Jordan Davis on the board looking at it for a, a Seahawks standpoint and – you know, they just released Clayus Campbell. Bobby Wagner's no longer there. Who knows what they're going to do with Jamal Adams? I mean, I'm sure they're going to keep him, but, you know, he he literally left New York because he didn't want to be on a rebuilding team, and this team has rebuild written all over it. So, yeah, I think if the Packers don't trade for him, the Eagles are going to trade for him, and if no one trades for him, obviously he's going to be in Seattle still. But I don't see a world, like you said, a contract year. They don't trade DK Metcalf. <clears throat> I agree with you. I agree with you, Drew. So, pick, what was that, pick 22? Yes, sir. Yes. So, we're on 23. That's that me. Kyler, and that is the Green Bay Packers. No. Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Drew, are you in first grade? <laughs> Cardinals, sir. No, hold on. See, it says 23, does it not? 
That's what I got yeah, on my mock draft over here. Yeah. I did not it's Cardinals. It it's is. Cardinals. It okay. So, um, I'm just going to just go, I guess, uh, O-line for sure to give Kyler Murray some time and not get absolutely killed by and murdered by Aaron Donald on, on national television again. Um, so, I'm going to take Trevor Penning, uh, offensive tackle out of North Iowa. Um, honestly, I'm just going best player available. I think that they need O-tackle help as much as they can get. Um, at any at any stretch of the way, and um, yeah. Oh wait a minute, Iki Iquana. Wait, yeah, Iki Iquana was already picked. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah. Would so argue, yeah, uh, Charles Cross over that. Hey, that's why. But I that's, what I'm that's hey. that's what I think. I think because I'm surprised he made it this far. But as far as Trevor Penning, he's good. But I don't think I think he's fairly. I don't know. I just think Charles Cross is better I, at the moment, considering he's. Yeah, I don't know. I would argue Charles Cross, but offensive line is definitely a huge need, especially with Nick Bosa. So we've seen teams stretch and take offensive linemen. You know, Raiders ring a bell with, with Leatherwood. So yeah. I just that's what I, I just I, I think the Cardinals are honestly a, I I think the Cardinals are honestly in a mess and that they're not being talked about enough because I I hundred percent agree. I've thought that for like the last two years. I have never been just, high on Kyler Murray. Yeah, I just do not think he has he's his all, attitude too. He's apparently, talent, yeah, he's he's got a problem with the attitude. He's a talented quarterback, but I don't think he's the guy that's going to take them there. But aside from that, I think offensive tackle is probably the, the smartest pick there for the Cardinals. All right. Brandon. Moving on to them boys. Them boys. The cowgirls. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, Let's my see. gosh. Win the division. Oh, you're, you got the best receiving core out there. Oh, they're gone. Oh, you got a great O-line. Oh, they're getting old. They're gone. I'm loving this as an Eagles this, fan. Please keep telling me more. Hill fast. Please I mean, keep please keep telling me more. Oh, one more Trayvon Diggs? Oh, what you, what you, what's his he coverage cooked. stats right now? Cooked. He can't cover a snail. He may get a pick <laughs> here and there, but he's not going to cover a snail. All right, they're, they're going, they got to get an offensive line piece. They're going Charles Cross. I mean, having them fall to 24, that's who they're going with. they got to beef up the O-line. they got to get a lot of pieces for a team that is overpaying for everything. I mean, Have Jerry, to agree. Jerry, Jerry Jones, you want to pay $70 million for a cheeseburger next? I mean, you, you gave 77 to Michael Gallup. What are you going to do next? <laughs> yeah, that, that contract was abysmal for, for Michael Gallup. No doubt. I, with, I mean, well, I mean, and even another contract, we're talking about wide receiver contracts. I mean, obviously Christian Kirk. You know, that whole Christian Kirk contract literally— It broke the NFL. It, it obliterated the wide receiver market. And ever since then, it feels like receivers. And well, and then that led to the Devontae Adams trade. And so it's just basically the domino effect of just paying that high top-dollar receiver money who aren't high top-dollar receivers. Mm. Do some research over there, aren't you, Drew? <laughs> Well, Tyler Linderbaum is still on the board. And mm-hmm. Yes, that, the, that was my sneaky, sneaky little. It's the Bills. Hoping they, I don't get pushed down. The I don't line. know if they necessarily need offensive line help more than they need wide receiver depth. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, you know, we've taken five, probably four or five wide receivers. The best one that's still available is Jahan Dotson, out of Penn State. Mm-hmm. So I think you got Stephon Diggs, who's a route runner, and you got Jahan Dotson, who I think is just a little bit of doing it, do it all. So I think the Bills take Jahan Dotson. Especially with especially in our mock draft. I mean with receivers the I think the the Crystal Lave going to four really kind of threw off everything, which is fine. I mean it's what the you know, it's 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 one piece that the Jets need. Um but um and also too Garrett Wilson going number two overall. You yeah. know, I think I mean ever since then it was just kind of a 
you know, yeah, slim pickets like, for a receiver yeah, at that point. We were like, oh, wide receivers are going early, so let's <laughs> go ahead and stock up. So, yeah, Eli's definitely set the tone for this podcast. He's like, Garrett Wilson's on the board at number two. Bang. Boom. We'll take him. We'll take him. Uh, Titans, that would be pick 26, and that's Eli. Tennessee Titans. I am not drafting a tight end. I'm just not going to do it in the first round. Yeah. No. Tennessee has seen so much tight end turnover the, fa- the past few years. You know, they had Jonu Smith traded him to New England for whatever reason. I, He was a stud. So I'm, I'm not going to draft a tight end. I think probably just another offensive lineman. I'm probably going to give him – I can't remember who their center is. Does anybody know who their center is in Tennessee? Wow. Mm, ben Jones? Does that seem right? 100%. Does that seem does that seem correct, Ben Jones? I know he's a. I don't know what position he plays, but I know, I know he's on an O line. Is that what you're looking up, Carly? Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm just getting. I'm just. So yeah, it's got, Ben Jones. It's Ben Jones. Okay. See, I want to take Linderbaum to Tennessee, but if they don't need him, they don't need him. So. Well, I mean, he's only 32, so I mean, you're you're looking and the, at. And we just seen Andrew Whitworth play at 40. Yeah, in the it's, Super Bowl. it's definitely and, a different thing for all. And Jason line. Kelsey at that same position, which I mean, this this will be this will be his last year, but I mean, he's 34. So I mean he's still got a I mean he's assuming he's still got a couple of years left in the tank. You know I I'll, I guess I'll just I'll send David Ojabo their way. I think an edge rusher will mm-hmm. help out that Nashville defense. Now I got to remember though with David Ojabo. Yeah, the injuries definitely that Achilles tear, and so it's it's kind of a stretch, you know, yeah. a, kind of a scary pick. Um, but nonetheless, you know, I think any any piece on that defense will really go a long way for the Titans. That brings the Bucks to Kyler. My bad. I'm trying to get okay. I'm trying to get situated. Um, I like the David Ojabo one, and I hate that the meet the scouts are being crushed there because if I was in that same point, I'm there's no way like I'd be like, oh my god, like I can't believe that happened. And yep. I was like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, oh, it's a cold business. Like, yeah, we've been aware of this, but it's also like he's a human being. Yeah, and so like, I mean, it would have been nice to see a scout go up there, but it's like they don't have any attachment to this player, and yeah. I feel like it would been wrong you know who knows maybe someone's like why did the scout go up to david ajabo you know maybe they were high on his pick and then you have you know let's say it was the giant scout and then you have people taking david ajabo at seven or five so i definitely am in agreement with the scouts on not going up there but i mean it, it definitely sucked because i watched it and he you know he it was it immediate off. yeah and he went down like on his third which second, sucks third because step. yep the I mean the Eagles were pretty well projected to pick Ojabo, which is fine. You know he's he's he's, he's a stud. He's, he's a he's playmaker. Very good. So for the Bucks, um, with him being still on the board, I think this is a just eyes wide open pick. Have to pick him. Tyler Tyler Linderbaum is going to the Bucks. I think Brady's Ooh. even going to especially push for some O lineman help. Um, and his and his last year, assuming his last year in Tampa Bay. I'm not. I mean, that dude might really play until he's 50 years old. Um, but I'm taking. I'm taking Tyler Linderbaum. I'm taking. I'm, I'm, taking, I'm taking Linderbaum. They've had some pieces that were uh, that, that retired. I think Alex Kappa. Um, he went. He went to the Cincinnati. He, he went. To, he, he went to Cincinnati. It was Ali Marpet, was yeah, Ali Marpet that retired. That's my fault. Um, so yeah, I just see them just going O line, just getting some younger pieces. Um, and uh, yeah, Tyler Linderbaum to the Bucks. With all due respect, I could not agree. At all. Why? <laughs> they, they just signed Ryan Jensen to a three-year extension. He's, he's older. Like th- he's like 31. And t- Granted, I could, you could make the argument that he could retire with Tom, but the fact that I didn't know who the, who the hell Ryan Jensen was until Tom Brady came around. 
So. I just I just had that feeling. I just got that feeling that because I mean, what a position need do the Bucks really like super like need need desperately? Secondary. And Andrew Booth probably, is still on the board but that's too. what I mean. Maybe like that'd be a stretch, in. and they could and they might be able to get him at day two because I mean you're already talking. This is the 27th pick, so they might so they might be able to get him day two. But is it really a stretch if you're picking this late in the draft? If you're if you're taking so it'd be different if it was like top ten and you took you know some guy that's projected to go late first, early second. But if you have him high on your board, he's available. It's a position of need. That or safety, but you know it's a huge drop off after Kyle Hamilton. I could argue they go Andrew Booth, uh, another pass rusher with. I almost said Chandler Jones. I was thinking of the Cardinals. <laughs> but that's what but, I mean. Like so many high end pass rushers are already off the board. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I just have that gut feeling. And and who knows? I have to I have to do some research on Lindemann if he's a straight pure center, uh, or think, well, or I, or or if he can play guard. Let so me, it's let like me look it up because I don't know, but I definitely know that he is coming in as a because. Because it reminds me of Landon Dickerson whenever we, whenever we picked Landon Dickerson last year in the second round because he he could play center but he got he, but he, but he's also now starting left guard so it's like you know if Lindenbaum can play left guard then yeah I then then I totally see it now I mean if we're talking pure center then yeah that that's 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 not a great move but whenever I picked Lindenbaum I just thought of straight up pure offensive line talent get him on you know his position technically is center but he can also definitely play guard and be that and, and be that bigger piece and 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 beef up that young and with that you're beefing up that young o-line of tristan Wirfs and tyler on tyler lindenbaum on one side of the ball i mean that's 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 insane yeah uh i'm not seeing anything it said that his grade though is that kelsey guy out of philadelphia Jason Kelsey? That what do you mean that Kelsey guy? What do you <laughs> mean that second, Kelsey guy? The second Jason Kelsey. Kelsey? Which is really crazy. Could you imagine? Because Jason Kelsey's been so good, but whenever you're the brother of Travis Kelsey, like can you even like I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm picking this pick not for the sole fact of him being a straight up center, but him trying to convert to a left guard spot or a right guard spot to be a flexible offensive lineman need. That's my pick. So we can chill with the hot takes, okay? We can <laughs> we can, we can chill for coming at my th- after after my it throat. It can very well happen. <laughs> nah, man, I want all the smoke. I want all the smoke. <laughs> all right, I think we have the Packers that are up yeah. next. <laughs> you, it's Branson. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> I thought it was Eli. You're give me Green second. Bay, two picks in the draft. I'm so glad you didn't give me Dallas, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> all right. I, I still got some Dallas slander for you. No yes. There's, there's look, look no at, limit to that. So looking at the Packers here, they got the wide receiver. They need everything else on the board, so we're going on the line. <laughs> we're going Zion Johnson, the guard and center for, from Boston College. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, it's, who knows if it's the last season or not, but it needs somebody to it's be gotta be. up front. It's got to be, right? Yeah. It's got to be. Who knows? Right? It's got to be. It's got, it's got to be Rodgers' last season. I don't think he knows. That's true. That's true. I guess Tom Brady didn't know either. So that's true. It'll depend on how much attention he gets. <laughs> Man, Aaron Rodgers slander. Got to love it. You know, I could honestly see them going uh, Carson Strong based on their draft history. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Dude, that's even more of a hot take. You're telling me about hot takes, Drew. That's even more of a hot take. Joy. <laughs> tears of laughter if they picked another no, quarterback. You're telling me about a, hot takes, yeah. Dude, That's a hot take and a half. No, they definitely are not taking another quarterback. And, yeah, it's a position of need, especially with, you know, I know that David Bakhtiari plays left tackle, but 
with how often he's injured and how did, often did he play last year? A little bit, like maybe like Near seven the end games. of the year, I believe. Yeah, because he, he said he was like coming back, and then he got delayed, and then he's like, okay, I'm really coming back this time, and he played towards the end of the year. But yeah, I, yeah, I think it's a fantastic pick. You gotta, especially with Elton Jenkins. I don't know what he's. I, I think he got hurt towards the end of the year, like towards ACL or something like that. So I think it's a fantastic pick. So it looks like I'm up with Kansas City. From the 49ers on that yeah, trade. For, well, for, yeah, from the 49ers, from the Dolphins, and... Yeah, everything in between. This pick has been passed around <laughs> quite a <laughs> Nobody few Nobody wants it. Yeah. Uh, man. So Tyreek Hill's gone. I mean, they, you, they you got to go defense, right? No. You don't think so? No. They have been actively... In that AFC West? Wait, what did you say? I said you have to go defense, right? Oh, I thought you said they have a good defense. No, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I said, I said they have, they have to go defense, right? I was, I was like, I was like, what in that AFC West? Come on, man. Well, I re- with Jordan Davis still on the board, it doesn't make sense with them having Chris Jones, the best defensive player that I see that's still on the board is Andrew Booth. They just signed, uh, I think Rashad. Breland. Breland. I, I, to uh, an extension. It could also go edge, an edge rusher. Uh, like, I think his name is Boya or whatever. Bo- Boya to... Mafe out of Minnesota. Um, Matt Curl still on the board if, if Kansas City needs a quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do like one of those. <laughs> Man, Alex no. Smith, he's been there for a while, yeah. hasn't he? <laughs> no, I'm going to. Oh, go. I'm so excited. There's Okay, I'm sorry. This is the little things in life. There's a draft prospect named Kyler Gordon. So shout out shout out, shout out, out to the Kylers out there. Okay, sorry. I'm going to go <laughs> uh, Andrew Booth. All right. Andrew Booth, huh? Yeah, they need cornerback depth. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that pick with the, the departure of Tyreen Matthew. And yeah. It's probably a smart pick. Well, and also, too, I mean... <laughs> No, he's he, he he's an eagle. I fear. Um, <laughs> no. Um, no, but um, I mean that just again that just makes total sense. You know, you're you're going up against just dominant receivers and that AFC West, and you don't want to get cooked like Eli Apple on a on a in a in a playoff game. Cooper! <laughs> so, yes, sir. so uh, so um, so yeah, that 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 pick just makes too much sense. All right, I believe. We're on what pick thirty? Yeah, so it's Kansas City again, right? Kansas City again with Eli. Yeah, well, the Chiefs have been actively pursuing for you know you you had one you had a really good wide receiver and you traded him. They've been actively <laughs> pursuing a free agent wide receiver. They've been making calls everywhere. So they probably I, I I don't think I see Jarvis Landry going to Kansas City. I mean, isn't OBJ still technically a free agent? He's yeah. probably going to resign with the Rams. I would say. I don't know. He could go back to Cleveland. I've I've also heard that. You know, Dante that would just be so weird. There. That would be so weird. I don't know. I think it's a completely different team with literally just Deshaun. I could sit here and argue all day. I think Cleveland's going to freaking ball. Dude. You know, as a Rams fan, that really shocks me that you say that. What? I, I thought you'd be all for resigning Odell, pairing well, him up I, with. I, I, yeah, Allen Robinson, though. Well, it's not necessarily that. It's like you can't just be, you know, a fan of your team. You have to be a fan of the whole NFL. So, like, I'm sure it's, it'd be good for business to go to – you know, back to L.A., but I wouldn't be surprised if they did go to Cleveland. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, I just thought he liked Sean McVay way too much. I, th- I thought he liked Sean McVay in that offense way too much to leave. He did. He had a really big role in that offense with Robert Woods going down. But, just like as you said, I mean, him going back to Cleveland would just be just hilarious in its own right, basically saying that I hate Baker Mayfield. <laughs> so, 
I get. I mean, I get. Yeah. I, so, I, I, I get both sides. I don't know where he's gonna go, but you like Kansas City. Yeah. Um. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's the motto. And I think they're gonna pick the closest thing that there was to Tyreek Hill in Sky Moore, the wide receiver yeah. out of Western Michigan. That's a good pick. That's Sky a very good Moore pick. is one of the quicker receivers in this draft. Uh, one of the smaller receivers, I would say, not too small, but I, I think he's probably the best replacement if they're wanting to replicate what they had with Tyreek Hill. Cincinnati. So, Cincinnati, I believe that's my pick, correct? Okay, so, mm, the Bengals. So, they don't need O-line. I, I, I'm going to go and say that right now. They filled those O-line holes in this free agency without a, without a question. Um, I, I I think their offense is still set in stone. I mean that offense is easily top three, top four offenses in the in the league. Uh, and I could and I could argue with that all day long for you about yep. it. Um, they they remind me of a souped up, better Dallas Cowboys offense the past couple of years, in my opinion. Who's 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 actually done something with their offense instead of just uh, losing uh, in the first round, um, you know, and not winning a playoff game. And and who knows how long, but um, actually no, they they did win a playoff game against Seattle. Um, kind of random, but uh, <laughs> man, I'm there's there's so many picks. Um, hmm, hmm, hmm. I think there's one good answer here. Hmm. I think I think there's a pretty good one. That's still on the board. I'm, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think who's still on the board. That's my, that's my big. Sam Howell, North Carolina. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Correcto. Um, I'm trying to think. So just, just to make sure, um, Cross has been off the board. Penning's off the board. Here, I have the. I've, I've been right. Okay. It down. Good because my, my, my thing's all jumbled up over here. Um, you got the Lions next. I got their big. He's already. He already knows. He, the pick is already in. Um, <laughs> Who would have thought the Lions would have thirty second overall pick? Not me. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Let me, <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Right, he's, he hasn't been picked yet, right? Looking at it, just making sure. Just making sure. Okay. So assuming that he has not been picked yet, and looking through everything, and if I say this, I don't want to sound really dumb. And really, really, really dumb. Well, let me ask you: Has Jordan Davis been picked yet? Nope. That's okay. 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 Good. I was making sure. I, d- I didn't want to sound no. dumb. The, I honestly doubt in real time that he falls to thirty-two. No. It's it's just yeah. the way that our draft. Yeah. It's it's just the way that our draft um, lined up. But I mean, the dude's just an absolute stud. I mean, he's he's a top fifteen prospect and draft prospect in the entire draft this year. Cincinnati just needs to replace Ogan Joby. They need to beef up that defensive line with Trey Hendrickson. Too much sense. Give me Jordan Davis somehow, some way, by the grace, by the, by the grace of the, the one above. Gods. Jordan, yeah, Jordan, <laughs> Jordan Davis. And also, with that being said, and that's my last pick. Uh, thank you, Colts, for trading Carson Wentz. You just got rid of a year later for one of those first round picks. Uh, appreciate it, you guys. You, see Jim you guys. Press conference where he yes. said it was the biggest mistake. Like, I had told Brandon, Gira- I had told Brandon, probably Eli. I said Carson Wentz's play did not run him out of, out of Indy. It was simply leadership and and, and him in the locker room. Absolutely. And if and if that interview does not scream and Jim Irsay kind of bashing Carson Wentz does not scream his time toward the end in Philly and toward the end is well not even toward the end that that one season in, in Indy. That's all there is to say about it. So Brandon, I'm going to let you pick, and then I got some questions. Whenever. We get done. So mm-hmm. it is the 
Detroit Lions. So once again, the Lions, I mean, they need everything around the board. But you're looking here at our draft board, and of course we went receiver heavy. I think we, what, 10 receivers in the first round? <laughs> a lot and, of them. Any, anyway, I think you're looking at a safety here. Dax Hill, Yep. still being on the board here at 32 is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I don't think there's mm-hmm. a chance that that no. happens. No. So Lions getting a guy in Dax Hill that will really tremendously increase your secondary play, and I think that's a no-brainer here if he's available. All right. Well, that rounds out. Yeah, that's the draft. Now, definitely highly, highly questionable whenever you look at the other mock drafts uh, around. I mean, Eli, you, you go and Gary Wilson and I know, with that, that second up pick everything. was just, oh, I'm like, all right, we're starting off hot, aren't we? <laughs> it won't happen, but I, I One, think it's just make it the fun. smartest. Yeah, for sure. I, th- I think it just it's a smart pick for the Detroit if they're, they're wanting to win games this season. <laughs> Detroit winning games? Wow. Tough. Wow. Detroit winning games. Who would have thought that one? Eight receivers taken in the first round. Wow. But you got to think, this is a deeper, I'd say since 2019, this is probably the best draft class for receivers that there's been in a long time. And there's so much diversity, too, Absolutely. with big guys like Drake Wilson, or excuse me, uh, Drake London and Traylon Burks, and you got the speed guys like Jamison Williams and Sky Moore. I mean, this is a very versatile draft, and there's not a big guy up top like we have seen over the past couple of years, but it's more of a pick-and-play kind of draft. I think this draft is going to be really talented. Um, it's just you're not going to see a lot of them because they're not going to make you know, big headlines like a Trevor Lawrence or a Zach Wilson because you know Malik Willis is going to get all the attention because of where he was drafted. Mm-hmm. And Kenny Pickett's also going to get some attention, especially if you know mm-hmm. Washington does take him, being behind Carson Wentz. So or I think Seattle, is, yeah. you know, who knows? So I think that, you know, this is going to be a very talented draft class just all over the board because, I mean, the only one of the positions that wasn't picked was running back. But, I mean, what I thought the Packers would do is I thought, uh, not, not knowing that whenever the trade came out that it was a, you know, Devontae wanting out kind of thing, I thought they would trade Aaron Jones. I, I would have to agree with you there because uh, the, na- the name is blanking me. Uh, AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon is I, in my opinion, I think much better than Aaron Jones. I think he's an every down back kind of guy, and Aaron Jones is just kind of here and there, break off a big run mm-hmm. here and there. But I, I I'd have to agree with you. I think he'd have several trade destinations though. And I'm a really big uh, Brees Hall guy. Yeah. Out of Iowa yes. State, I, he's going to be fantastic, and I think that if you know it was strictly just a salary cap move that they should have traded Aaron Jones to whoever, cre- cleared up that cap space, signed Devontae, and then drafted uh, Brees Hall with uh, whenever you know mm-hmm. they wanted. So I think he is a fantastic running back. But I think that's going to conclude it. I uh, appreciate you guys. Anything you want to say? Um, no, but I, but I will say something real quick anyway, um, which that just made no sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, no. Um, <laughs> Excited for this draft, obviously, because the Eagles have three first-round picks as of today. Uh, but, yeah, anyways, uh, go Birds. Let's uh, Jalen Hurts MVP season 2023. Watch it. I see. Uh... Cap. <laughs> he's, see... he's on a Trubisky pack. <laughs> I see the Bears trading down from 39. That's our first pick in this draft. I think we have six, depending on the comp pick formula, however that goes, mm. how that calculates. We have six picks in this draft. 
I fully believe that full, that Poles will trade down and get as much draft capital as he can. Our first pick's probably going to be a wide receiver, depending on what's left on the board. But I'm excited. What would be your ideal first round or first pick? Would it be a receiver? It would. It would definitely be depending on the board. Uh, George Pickens is my dream, my dream receiver. Alec Pierce is also. I was going to give name. you mine. Sky Moore. Sky Moore, Chicago. I can need to see I it. Definitely see it. I can imagine Justin Fields' arm with a speed guy, dude. That's mm. the th- we've we've and had Mooney? those types of receivers before. I think it's been a long time. Brandon Marshall is probably the last big, big body receiver we've had mm-hmm. in as long as I can remember. So George Pickens would probably be my dream, my dream pick. Alec Pierce is my my sleeper pick though that I really want the Bears to take. So excluding you, Kyler, because they have they're probably <laughs> going to trade one of their first round picks. Yeah. Whether, Do, whether whether that's in before the draft or on the draft, I just like I said, I just don't see us picking. So let's start with, three. with you, Eli. Do the Bears? Do you think the Bears have the pieces to trade up? And if they do, what do you think it gives up, or what do they trade to? Uh, because it feel I don't know necessarily the lower half of the draft receiver wise, but there's some studs on the board. You know, if especially if you get to, you know, like the Jets. You know, depending on who's still on the board, they they you know we had them taking Thibodeau. Which they would, I don't think they trade out of that, but you know, you've got some uh, some teams here. That maybe us at nineteen, maybe or you know, I mean, not the Jags, but like a team that, like Houston at thirteen, where they just need so many things to where you give them, you know, uh, you know, whatever, whoever, and um, some more picks so that they can you know build the team the way they want to. So, do you think they trade up, and what is what does a package like that include? If you had asked me a year ago that question, I would have easily said we'd trade up into the first round and probably take a receiver. Probably wouldn't pan out just because that, that was the Ryan Pace era. He spent loads and loads of draft capital, cap space, you name it, just mortgaging our future. And I think Ryan Poles is the complete opposite. I, I don't think – I think a lot of Bears fans have a bad taste in their mouth from Ryan Pace, and that's what they want. They want more – Big off-season moves, free agency signings, that kind of thing. But Ryan Poles is really taking the approach of long-term success. So he's going to try to build up as much draft capital over the next few years. Cap space, I think we're going to be the leading team in cap space next season. I don't expect us to to trade up into the first round, but if I did, uh, probably that connection with Chris Olave for Justin Fields from Ohio State. That'd probably be my my dream trade-up. I don't think it's going to happen, but Chris Olave probably be... Probably be a pick I'd want. Yeah, which would make sense because it's not like the Bears are, you know, that one piece away from yeah. making a big run. They they need multiple things. Wide receiver being one, offensive line. Yeah. Uh, they just traded Cleo Mack. So I didn't wanted to get your opinion then, Branton. Uh, with you know, Brandon, they have, they have well, picks, I got a, they have I got a question 20. for you. Do they take Malik Willis? Oh, I was about to say I got a question for you. What if what if they what if what what if they were to actually take not Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett but Matt Coral? With the twentieth pick, uh, goodbye. <laughs> I'm just no. I'm just saying. I can shut the door on that. I no, <laughs> no. Listen, I, I mean, hey. give me Trubisky for a year, and we'll take whoever I'm the not, heck's available next year. Yep. I I did not say that that was the smartest move. I just that's, said, what would you no, do? That's like that's like a Jordan Love move. Right there. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, taking J- Jalen Rag over Justin Jefferson is yes. is also a yes. stupid move. But you see, the the only. Of course, knock on wood for this, but the the only error that the Steelers really have made in the first round is drafting corner and middle linebacker. Jarvis Jones and Artie Burns are busts. Don't draft Artie Burns and Jarvis Jones. I agree. They can draft receivers. They can draft the, the other positions. They can draft linemen. That wide kid out of Wisconsin is pretty good. That yeah, TJ White. Yeah, I'd say he's pretty, pretty good. Okay. 
draft the other piece that we need. Pretty mid. You mean overrated? Decent player of the year. Three times. Cap. 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 All right, you're done. Oh, you've lost my. Do you really think? Okay, I know. I know we're eating up a lot of time, but like, do you really think that Aaron Donald is the best defensive player of all time? Defensive lineman of all time. Defensive lineman of all time, absolutely. Absolutely? Absolutely. Defensive lineman. So we're talking even DNs. Yes. Over Reggie White. Um, oh. Let's see. There are seven days in a week. I take him eight days out of the that, week over Reggie that, White. That, no. Absolutely not. Listen, we can have absolutely. this debate. Yeah, but it, it, absolutely not. There, there's no way. Well, listen, boys. I appreciate you guys coming on. Okay, <laughs> we're, we're gonna have to. You guys got to come back on, and Absolutely, we're gonna have to yeah. not just Post do a mock reactions. draft. We could do that. Uh, probably do a multiple kind of thing where we just kind of sit and shoot the shit and just kind of talk sports. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, we ate up an hour with just the draft. <laughs> we could probably eat up two or three hours just talking. Yeah. So imagine we did the whole draft. Yeah. yeah <laughs> oh no, my goodness. Dude, I, I I was struggling getting past yeah, like the, the first like fifteen. <laughs> like I was struggling. Yep. So uh, I want to thank you guys for listening and. Uh, Again, thank you guys for joining us. No Go problem. check them out on Sports Cube News Channel 15, and uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>